With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Welcome to the Five Year Plan Podcast Special Edition episode. Uh, <laughs> oh, does that is that worth a way? Maybe yeah, it is. Yeah, of course it is. Well, it's Monday morning, Kevin. So it's a uh, it's a it's a light way, maybe. Mm. Um, but we've got a very special episode today. We're talking about a new campaign from the Palace for Life Foundation. But firstly, Kevin, hello, happy Monday morning. How are you doing? Uh, I'm still sulking a little bit. Eight days on. Oh, you know what I'm oh like. from Wembley, not even from the Newcastle game. No, no that's I've, I've. I'm getting Wembley out of the way, and then I'm going to start again about the Newcastle right, game. Okay. I'll, I'll cram that in until the Leeds game tonight, and then hopefully that will get it out of our system, and yeah. we can get off the beach and back to doing what we should to be. That doing. sounds like a very healthy way of processing yeah. Palace results. Yeah, but thankfully, gone. But otherwise, I'm very well, Jim. Thank you. How are <laughs> good, you? good, good. How good. are you? Oh, I'm good, thank you. No one ever asks that. They so, never do. I know, you. and you always look disappointed when they don't. So, <laughs> thank you so much. Um, so we don't have to review a game today. The, this is the beauty of this one-off episode. We don't have to even talk about Palace, which is great given recent results. But we do have two very special guests returning to the podcast. It's Bobby Webb and Mike Summers from the Palace for Life Foundation. Mike, how are you doing? We're good. Thank you very much, Jim. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Great to have you back on, Bobby. Good to see you, bud. Are you okay? Yeah, not too bad. Voice has recovered from Wembley. Took a few days, um, but I'm doing well. Fantastic. Good. Well, let's get into it then. We are talking about the Made in South London campaign, Mike, which has launched. It launched just before this episode has come out. So tell us about this campaign. So Made in South London, it's our ambitious three-year campaign to raise a million pounds to drive our programs across the local community. So um, as you know, Palace for Life Foundation, Jim, is all about helping young South Londoners grow through sport. We're using the power of Palace to inspire young people to have a better chance in life. And that ranges from giving them free football opportunities to to get involved and to, if you like, get off the streets and meet new friends and, and come into contact with new role models. But it's also about some of the the sharper end of things in terms of targeted one-to-one mentoring where we're helping young people who've got challenges with their mental health, with um, perhaps criminality amongst their their peer group or whatever, um, and then helping young people with their social mobility. So young people who are maybe struggling to get 
into work, struggling to figure out what their future career is, maybe because they've come from a difficult situation and helping steer them in that direction. So Made in South London is all about expanding and accelerating the work we do as a foundation to reach more young people over the next three years. Yeah, because we know the, the fantastic work the foundation does, and this is obviously about extending that. I mean, Bobby, in some of the uh, information the foundation have put out, uh, it's highlighting, obviously, it's, it's not a great time to be living in South London for a lot of people at the moment. No, exactly that. And that's, like I say, why why we feel this campaign is so important, um, because there's some of the stats that are kind of have come out when we've done the research for this. For example, last year, over 30 children were murdered in South London, um, and it was the most, Croydon was the most violent borough in South London as well, which is obviously terrifying, but we know exactly what we can do to help. But obviously, we need to be able to scale that up in the, the sessions that we're doing, the programs that we're running. We know they make a difference, but we need to obviously reach more people. And this campaign, hopefully, will lead us to reaching up to 3,600 more people every year, more young people. Uh, and as Mike said, whether that be the social mobility, getting them through education, into employment, um, whether that be engaging them in sports and, and keeping them away from um, crime, from gangs and things like that. We know that these things work, but we need to make them bigger and better. And this, I think it's Kevin. This is we 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 talk about the foundation a lot on the podcast. We're very proud of it, and this is a big campaign, and which is why we're trying to get as many eyes on it as possible. But you know, w- when you've got the club based in a part of London that does have as many problems as they do, this is something that really clubs and foundations should be doing, and it it makes us proud. I think to be linked to this. Well, you know, everyone who listens to the pod knows how proud I am to be a Palace fan. My identity is wrapped up with the club. So to be a trustee of the foundation, being asked to do that was one of the proudest things that's ever happened to me. And I'm I'm immensely proud to be part of the foundation, but also just attending the meetings, just talking to people there. I had no idea really of the full scale of the problems that we were having in our area until I became part of that. And, and also... Mike, it's almost impossible to to explain some of the problems that young people out there are having because we, we're lucky enough, we've got comfortable middle-class lives, but so many people out there in, in South London don't, and it's so important that the club steps, steps up and takes over the role that other people unfortunately can't do. And we saw in the pandemic, it's not just Crystal Palace, it was every single football club across the country in the pandemic stepped forward and did what football clubs should be. They put themselves at the heart of their community. And I, I'm a very proud Londoner as well. I'm obsessed with the history of London and South London. And I, I think it's important that it is South London. It's not South East London. It's not South West London. There's, they're sort of different places. It's South London, you know, South London and proud. And it, it's brilliant that the club, the club itself recognises the problems and the foundation recognises the problems. And t- I, some of the people working at the foundation gym, some of the young people that are out there, and you can't underestimate either the power of the, the you know, people young people with with health problems young people in gangs young people in trouble they don't want to talk to me they don't they don't want to talk to granddad they, they've got no interest in what i have to say but the young people that turn up from the foundation with the badge the crystal palace badge is fantastic and these the three years is important as well because these are not problems that are going to be sold overnight you know it's, these are problems that are going to take some time and it's it's brilliant i'm so proud and so pleased that the foundation and the club are front and forward you know in in taking on this this role it's it's really fantastic and it's and i've got no doubt whatsoever that we will raise the money that we need and i've got no doubt whatsoever that palace fans increasingly as they find out about what about what we do will not only just put their hand in their pocket, but will help 
in a practical and physical way as well. Well, yeah, I mean, South London and Proud, that, you know, it's there in the tagline, yeah. as you say. Although there is a chant at Palace that does mention South East London. Every time I hear it, I'm like, uh-uh, uh-uh South <laughs> London. Get it right, guys. But the thing is, Mike, I guess I think Palace fans have shown uh, with previous campaigns that, that they do get behind this kind of thing. They do care about South London. They care about where they come from, where the club comes from. And again, as Kevin says, I, mean, I, I think sometimes it's it's difficult to comprehend how how difficult life is for people in these areas if if you're not struggling yourself um but i think getting as much information out there as possible coupled with the fact that palace fans really do get behind campaigns i think hopefully we'll make this one a successful one totally and and as you say there's we live in an area south london which is very multifaceted and it's very multicultural and there's some very affluent parts of south london and there's some very poor parts of south london and there's absolutely no question that the pandemic hit the most disadvantaged parts of the community the worst mm. so children who living in tower blocks who weren't able to go out and play in the garden during lockdown weren't able to see their friends and it's left a huge mental health toil um a huge toll in, on people's mental health i mean young people with mental health challenges the waiting list on the the cam service for example is greater than it's ever been so anything that we can do we're, we're really privileged having having this badge if you like having crystal palace having the premier league having this um, the association with a game like football that is so universally loved that we we can reach parts that other organizations can't reach Young people will will sit up and they will want to engage with Crystal Palace because of who we are, where they might not engage with a social worker or the police or their teachers. So we are in a really privileged position. And, it, and the, the issues are so strong that we have to do something about it. And, and we are doing something about it. But with the Made in South London campaign, we want to really take it up to the next tier. Uh, yeah. Can I just say, uh, Jim, as well, that this is very, we make it sound very serious. And of course it is. But Having seen uh, some of the, the plans and actually it's, it's also fun. The kids have fun for the most part. It's really about getting the kids talking to each other as well, meeting kids that they might not other meet, otherwise meet. But all these 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 campaigns and plans and, and groups are all structured in a way to put the kids first and forward and to, and to give them a voice and to give them confidence as well. But they're all done. They're remarkable to watch. You know, our, our coaches and our staff are, are brilliant at their job. They're all they're all professionals. They all know what they do. And it just lifts your heart to see young people. And it's like watching, you know, you may have seen on Match of the Day 2 Extra a few weeks ago, you know, engaging with young Asian kids who traditionally football's not been part of their, their life and seeing these young Asian girls as well. And it's getting them out of the house. It's getting them to mix with people. It's just, it's there, there is a, it's it's all sorts of intangibles as well. Like, there are there are things that you look at, and go, but also you know going into uh, uh, police stations on Friday nights and just engaging with youngsters that have been arrested for the first time. You know, but again, just like giving them the opportunity, and it's 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 brilliant to watch how it's done, and it's it's incredibly professional as well. That's one of the things when I first joined the foundation, I, you kind of think. Well, it's it's like yeah, well-meaning local amateur community group, but it's not. It's a really professional, yeah. well-run organisation with a with a committed, dedicated staff, and they're really making a difference. But it will be it will be two, three, four, five years before you see the difference as these young kids get older with confidence, and then even more brilliantly, what you see now is some of the coaches coming through are kids that we helped yeah. five, six years ago that have that have stayed on and they understand the problems, and so it becomes like a virtuous 
circle. But it will take time to to reach out to the people of Croydon, and, and that's that's why we have to be patient. That's why it's good that we, we're saying that this will take three years. That there are no easy fixes to this. Yeah, um, we're going to come on to the launch video in a minute. Um, but you're absolutely right about football. You, I think kind of forget sometimes the power that football has. I mean, we're all football fans because we fell in love with the game and it's just something that's ingrained in us. But when you're talking to you guys about the foundation and the the uh, the, the impact it can have and the way it can get through to people and connect to them, you just forget sometimes the power of football. And every time I talk to you guys, I'm reminded of that. Um, but Bobby, talk us through the, the launch video, which is obviously out now uh, and it's got some very familiar faces in it. Yes. No. Yeah. Well, it, again, it's it's um, it's a brilliant metaphor for the, the hotbed of talent that is South London. We've got people like Avery Eze in it, Wilfred Zaha, Mark Gurhi involved. Um, obviously, fantastic footballers playing at the, at the elite level. Also, very good actors. It turns out as well. So <laughs> there's plenty, plenty for us to work with. Um, but no, it's great. Um, Doc Brown, the um, the comedian, um, uh, rapper. Well, multi-talented, I think, is the best way to... Multi-talented creative is probably the best way to describe him. Um, wrote it, directed it, and starred in it for us. Um, and it was a pleasure. I, I was lucky enough to be behind the scenes for most of it. Um, we involved some of the, the children from our the schools that we work in as well. They were loving it, absolutely just loved being part of recording, meeting the players, that kind of thing. But um, no, it's fantastic. So we've got Wilfred Zaha starring as an Uber driver, uh, Mark Gurhey <laughs> starring as a lollipop man. Um, and he was fantastic. He genuinely didn't want to give the costume back. Uh, <laughs> was actually stopping traffic. You could see the driver trouble taking as they, uh, as they drove past. <laughs> Um, and Joel Ward as a um, a fruit um, fruit veg salesman, and again he was so good he was literally selling to the public um, <laughs> behind the scenes. So that was great. Uh, and then a Bereze as um, as Doc Brown's barber as well. So no, it's great. Um, it's a light-hearted video, um, but it's got very serious messages. We've kind of alluded to already, um, and, and Doc Brown really kind of gets that across really well, and really gets the essence of what it's like to be from South London, I suppose. Bobby, isn't it great as well that so many of our team and our squad are associated with South London as well? Exactly that. that yeah, that, you know, re- that really helps the fans in our campaign when they look at the players and they go, "These kids are from around here. Look how well, well they've done, and they're they're role models as well." When we're going out into the community and say, "Say, look, everything is possible for you. Don't 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 confine yourself. Don't think that just because you're 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 from Croydon that you can't achieve. You can't do these things because just look at what's happening at that Palace." Exactly that. Yeah, I think on me personally, and I think as the foundation as a whole. I have a very strong belief that if you can see it, you can be it. I think that's come out over the last kind of two years. Yeah. People have started to realise that. And yeah, having particularly three um, Richard Reactors involved in the video as well. So having four young South Londoners that are making successes of themselves on, on the world stage, essentially, is, is a massive fillet for all of the children, all of the young people involved. And he said for the Palace fans as well to see if, if they get it, they're back in this campaign. Everyone should. Mm. Joel Ward could sell snow to people from Alaska. I mean, he's <laughs> yeah. the nicest guy in the world. He could he could do anything. Um, shall we play the launch video now? Then the audio, obviously. Um, we'll play that now, and we'll come back after that. You know the number one question I get asked as a Palace fan. Hi, Doc. Aren't you from North London? Why are you a Palace fan? It's pretty simple, really. My dad was a Palace fan from Croydon. My mum moved from Jamaica to Broccoli as a kid. Then they both went to North London. Oh, I've been wearing this hoodie all day. Can I get a usual, please, bro? Say night, fam. I got you. My guy. 
Without getting into biological detail, I was made in South London and I love everything about it. Community spirit, the local characters. 50p for a whole set of bananas. Uh, get your bananas, 50p, let's go guys. There's just something in the water down here. An energy that's made it a hotbed for incredible talent of all kinds. Hey, what's up doc? But, like a lot of parts of London, there are still too many kids living with crime, poverty and poor health. Using the power of Palace, the Palace for Life Foundation are transforming the lives of disadvantaged youngsters in the local area, which means they can get back to what young South Londoners are really best at, being amazing. Right. Quick one. So the Palace for Life Foundation is hoping to raise one million pounds over the next three years. Could really help change the lives of thousands more youngsters in South London. And it all starts with us eagles. You with me? You can't argue with Chewy to Ledger for. Ah, nearly kickoff. Cap, 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 cap. Uber Lux, one minute. I treat myself. And I was fast. When you believe in young people, they can go on to achieve anything, trust me. Real talk. That, how, how do I get in though? Like... Say your Uber, bro. Oh, ah, sorry, sorry. So Eagles, stand with us. Do something amazing today. And give whatever you can to support the Palace for Life Foundation. Because excellence doesn't die in South London. Nah, it's where it's made. Fantastic stuff. So, Bobby, I'm thinking, um, could Mark Gahey maybe use the outfit as a post-goal celebration? In, in <laughs> I don't see why not. Yeah, he's, I'd say he was great at it on the on the day. Seemed to love it. Um, and yeah, long may he continue scoring. And who, I don't want to put you on the spot, but who do you think was the best actor out of all the... Palestine? I'd probably have to go go to Mark. Um, threw in a few little ad-lib bits himself as the end. As the day went on and we kept it take after take, he was throwing in his own little his own little spice on it. So it was a real, really good day. <laughs> Lovely. Post-football post career, post career in Hollywood. Oh, wait. 100%. For, for Mark Gahey. Well, fantastic. I mean, it's great. Yeah, great. Uh, it's a great launch video. And obviously, we all know Doc Brown is a huge Palace fan and uh, fantastic to have him involved as well. Um, Mike, tell us a bit more at the top of the, the pod you did, but tell us a bit more about some of the problems that people in South London are facing right now um, and also some of the um, challenges for the next three years as well that you're hoping to help with. So I think, as Bobby said at the top of the pod, um, 30 Londoners, young Londoners, were killed last year um, due to knife crime, and five of those were in Croydon. So some wonderful young, all boys in this case, lost their lives because they got into the wrong company or they were in the wrong place at the wrong time and were completely innocently caught out or as a case of mistaken identity. And there's a lot of fear in the local community if you're growing up, particularly in parts of Croydon where there are, we call them postcode wars. You know, young people are scared to move out of their immediate area and go to the adjacent postcode because they'll get identified, maybe wrongly identified, and they could end up in trouble. So there's a real issue of confidence. And that then knocks on to everything else 
in their lives. So that knocks their self-esteem. That makes them less likely to want to venture out. There are, there are young people in our local area that will have never been to the centre of London, for example. Um, and we're really there to, to provide, A, that sort of diversionary opportunity for young people to come and do fun things on, let's say, a Monday night or a Thursday night, normally involving football, but also showing them those career paths, maybe we're, we're taking a group of young people up to an organization in the center of London to give them, you know, a day out in the city work experience, seeing how, how the other side of things live and really to give them that vision that, you know, as Bobby said, what you, what you can see, you can believe, and you can then aspire to giving them that confidence, giving them that opportunity. So I think that's, that's one of the issues. I think the other issue is, is around the whole mental health area and mental health is a problem across the country, but it's particularly acute in, in disadvantaged communities um, and particularly exacerbated by, by the COVID pandemic. So, so this bundle of activities that we offer from Palace for Life Foundation, you know, be it the Premier League Kicks programme, be it our mentoring programme, be it our social mobility programme, our work with our disability teams, our work in schools, is all about providing, if you like, that aspiration and that confidence to give young people a vision that they can take their life forward in a really positive way. I guess Kevin is... what, what Mike says about uh, taking those youngsters up to the city to see this company in action is really important because it's not just football because what the foundation does really well is introduce youngsters to role models in all areas. So it's not just saying to them, look, you can, you can play football and do well. It's like introducing them to business people who have done well, to artists, to singers, to music producers, to all sorts of people and saying to these kids, you could do this. So it's just it's it's just putting the idea in their head that they can that they literally can do anything and, and that's for me that's one of the most important parts just getting that self confidence just getting them to 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 realise that they are important human beings as much as anybody else in the area and that they they aspiration is not a bad thing it's just like setting their sights higher and and helping them to do that and helping them if it doesn't work for them being there if it doesn't work to support them as well. And yeah. completely, Kevin, and that really links into our, we have a programme which has run for the last four years called Playmakers, yeah. which is all about engaging Palace fans with a particular skill, whatever that skill might be. It might be musicians, they might be comedians, they might be lawyers, they might be construction workers, and say, if you'd like to give your time to help young people, it might be coming along to the academy every Friday or, or on one Friday to talk to young people about what a career is like in the artificial intelligence world. So um, Guy did that very recently. Or it might be helping the foundation with um, the website, be if someone's got a particular website skill, or helping with management development, or helping young people um, with you know, ma mapping out their career path, etc. There's so much skill base in the community, and it's a real opportunity for Palace fans to lend those skills to support the foundation, to support the wider work of, of Crystal Palace Football Club. So that's our Playmakers programme. We're always on the lookout for, for Palace fans to come forward and help us with that. Time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. 
my brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Jesse Kelly. We are, for the most part, a reactionary society. If your neighbor has a break-in, you think about getting an alarm. If your buddy gets laid off, you say, I better buckle down at work. If banks start closing, you may want to ask yourself if you should keep most or all of your money in a bank. It may be time for a portfolio protection plan. It may be time to have a little personal gold reserve. Go to www.oxfordgoldgroup.com to learn more. When it comes to business and meeting travel in Orlando, it's never business as usual. Sure, I could go on for days about all the incredible places to hold your meeting or the innovative industries that will make you feel right at home. But Dr. Michael Edwards of Ocean Insights said it best. Orlando is as much a business capital as an entertainment one. And when work wraps up for the day, the evening is just getting started. I'd love to tell you about all the 46 Michelin-rated restaurants or the array of outstanding dishes that'll have you coming back again and again. But executive chef Guillaume Rabin of Lake Nona Wave Hotel can sum it up better than me. Orlando has a world of artisans, so you can try incredible cuisines from across the globe. It's so true, and there's so much more. So dive in and see what's happening in Orlando where the possibilities for business travel are unbelievably real. Learn more at orlandoforbusiness.com. I'm going to ask you in a minute, Bobby, what else you're doing, because I know as well it's not a one-fixed problem. It's more than one problem, and it's more than one ways to fix that as well. It's not as simple. But I think it's interesting what you said earlier about if you can see it, you can be it. And I, I know you have fantastic people like Angel O'Dwyer who have come from difficult backgrounds and are really inspirational in the way that they've turned their life around. And I, I think that holds really a lot of power to talk to people from similar backgrounds that they can see someone like them who has turned their life around. And I think she's absolutely fantastic. I know we're all in, inspired by her um, in a big way. Um, but tell us probably what else the sort of foundation are doing to help people. No, agreed. Yeah. Obviously, of course, Angel is, is incredibly inspiring um, and a, a fantastic kind of point to look at where obviously we're a football foundation. It's great if we can, someone goes to our Premier League kick session, come, then goes to our development centre, goes on to play for the academy in the first team, as as Wilfred Zaha did. Um, that's obviously the utopia. 
But we're so much more than that because obviously it's well known and we know it very clearly that the chances of becoming a professional Premier League footballer are very, 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 very slim. Um, so it's about finding other people's, what their other passions are, what they're good at, what they're skilled at, and then being able to provide that pathway, um, as Mike said before, into employment, into the education so they can get the skills and then be a real kind of asset to a society, to South London, to their neighbours, to people that they live with, um, to kind of improve the standards of, of, of the whole society, the whole uh, the whole borough and get us to where we need to be, really. Yeah, that's fantastic. And it's, uh, as I said before, it's, it, I think it makes a lot of Palace fans proud. It very much ties into that South London and proud thing. Um, so, Mike, we're asking people to help raise money. Before we go on to how they can do that, because I'm sure people listening will be very much inspired by what you're saying, but thinking, how can I actually get involved? Tell us a bit about what this £1 million um, is going to go towards. Okay, so the £1 million is going to go in in three key buckets, if you like. So one of the areas is in expanding our Premier League kicks programme. So we run around about 25 weekly sessions at different parts of South London, Croydon, Bromley, Lambeth, Sutton. And some of this money will go to expanding that. So every session, weekly session that we run, which are all entirely free of charge, involves costs. So it's the cost of hiring a venue, it's the cost of paying sessional coaches it's the cost of equipment so every um thousand pounds that we get allows us to put on more sessions so we want to expand that to reach more young people in more locations more regularly second area is around one-to-one mentoring so we want to be able to help more young people on a one-to-one basis so again that comes with a cost because every young person you support is pretty resource intensive it can cost over a thousand pounds to put a, a a full twelve month mentoring program together for for one individual, and it's it needs people, it needs mentors. So some of the money will go towards expanding our mentoring team to support more young people with mental health challenges or problems with being tied up in the youth justice system, etc. And the third area is expanding our social mobility program, which is a program to help more young people get into careers and again that involves people that involves cost and um, some of the money we raise will go into growing that program but really across the board it's, it's the whole bundle of activities that we do as a foundation it's not just one one thing in isolation as Bobby said that's the pathway from you come to our free of charge kicks program but then you need a bit of extra help so you get some one-to-one mentoring um, you then want to break into a career so you come to our social mobility programs um, it also goes to support our disability programs i think anyone who's uh, watched this pod before will have heard of the amazing work that we do for example with our power chair team and our down syndrome team yeah. um patrick vieira came to a, an event we had in in november and, and met our down syndrome team and it was so heartwarming to see the interaction and, and one of the things at the end patrick promised is right guys you can come to the training ground once covid is over and we'll get the players and the staff to put on a coaching session for the Down Syndrome team. And we've got a tentative date in the diary for that, which kept getting put back because we kept getting to the next round of the FA Cup. <laughs> but we're hoping, we're hoping that's going to happen before the end of the season. So it's a whole package of things which you need to look at in its totality rather than just in isolation. Yeah, the Down Syndrome team are fantastic. They are so just heartwarming and inspiring. They are there and very funny. They are they yeah. are brilliant, brilliant, brilliant people. Um, this is the thing, Kevin. Like as we said before, it's not one fix. It's not one solution. And this money is going to the the three separate areas, um, and that is the way really to tackle all these issues, isn't it? Rather than one particular thing. 
it, it, it is, yeah. It's, it's, it's unique, for want of a better word, a, a holistic approach. And I think it's important for people listening to this to understand as well that the money that's being raised here is is specifically targeted to these three areas. It's not you're not you're not paying people's wages here. You're not paying admin costs. You're not paying uh, for the, the the printer in the office. Your the money will be going to these specific campaigns, these specific areas. So it's, it's money. Well, money well spent, and and again to reiterate what Mike said, if you know we 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 know that people listening to this, a lot of them haven't got spare money to give. We know that, we understand that. So if you've got time, giving time is is just as important as as giving money. And there are there are loads of simple things you can do as well. If if people listening to this want to sign up for the marathon march as well, that'd be fantastic. Which which I can you know I can assure you, it's two hours of fun. Four hours of agony, <laughs> another uh, another hour, of, a little bit of fun at the end, <clears throat> but then brilliant social thing at the end. It's really well worth doing. You did it in five hours. No, they're, they're missing out the three hours. <laughs> kind of neither neither fun nor agony. But it's a, but it's a really simple thing to. It, it, it's not a simple thing to do. But you don't have to be a fit athlete to do it. But it's a really great way of helping. And, and I promise you, you'll feel really proud of yourself at the end of it because again. All the money raised from that goes to a tangible area, and you can you can you know that you've helped do it. And also, it's a brilliant reminder of of a what the foundation does, but b what, what lovely people Palace fans are. And it's just that mm. that camaraderie you have, and it's just it's a way of taking you through South London, and knowing, as Mike says, that there are some beautiful parts of South London. But it's also a way of reminding you that there are some you actually see some of the areas that need our help so there is there are loads of simple things that people can do but it you know, it's it's just a shame that there are so many areas you have to target and they do overlap as as mike says mental and physical health overlap teaching people about diet overlaps education yeah. uh, and gang crime they, these things are all overlap but the essential thing is about giving the youngsters self-confidence that's the that's the important thing across everything we do it's about getting them fitter it's about it's about showing them that there's a place you can go to if you need help or if you need to talk to someone. It's 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 a it's a million things, and that's why it needs a million pounds. But the foundation is doing it, doing it so well. It's it's such a brilliant thing, and and it's we're lucky as well that we have a club that totally one hundred percent buys into the foundation. You know, we are yeah. we are independent of the club, but the club, and sometimes as well we. It's good to remind people because people sometimes say, "Well, what, what are you asking me for money for? You belong to a Premier League football club." It's like we we don't, you know. Essentially, you know, we are part of Crystal Palace. We are part of a Premier League football club, but we have to raise our own finances, you know, because we're a charity. We have to raise our own finances. So it, it, everything you can give will help. But we are lucky that Steve Parrish and the other owners really buy into the the concept of what we do, and are there, and then players as well. I mean, you talk about Joel Ward. I'd, I'd be interested one day to get Julian Speroni and Joel Ward in the same room, just have a nice off, right? <laughs> just to see. But, but, but it's but in in the past, five seven years ago, one or two of the players would be into. All the players are into it now. All the players understand the concept of what we're trying to do. The manager understands the concept of what we're trying to do. They, they buy into it. And that's partly because they're from, you know, Patrick Vieira is from a, a tough working class background. Most of our players are from quite difficult working class back. They understand it and they buy into it. And at the moment, it, that's a joyful thing. That's a really good thing that the club and the foundation are working together for the community. Yeah, I saw Conor Gallagher came down and signed a Palace for Life t-shirt there and I thought, oh, 
He's signing a T-shirt. Oh, he must be into it. He must be into it. Surely, surely we. Yeah. Can keep Connor it. came down to it. We had a, a, a London-wide kicks tournament uh, about a week ago, um, and we held it in the dome at the academy. And all the kids from all over London were in absolute awe of it. It's such yeah. an amazing facility. Yeah. And Connor came down, did a Q and A at that, and you know the kids loved it. Wow. So brilliant to have him around. Real, real star. He is a star, isn't he? He is an absolute star. Um, uh, Kevin, you're right about the routes through South London. There also are some very hilly routes, really parts of South London, which if I can give any feedback to Mike and Bobby, we could avoid this year. I would, we don't I would say we, we we have for anyone on listening to the podcast that has done it for, we are taking One Tree Hill out this year. Right. Um, right. Which I'm sure we'll, I can hear people cheering in the background yeah. already. So it, it nearly took me out last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just remind us then, Bobby, the, the date of the Marathon March this year, because I've just realised I've probably only got a few months to get my training started yeah so it's the 24th of september we've had to move it forward slightly this year because we always want to do it in a international break so that we get full access to the stadium um and it's obviously with the qatar world cup we've had to move that forward slightly um but still the weather should be even better um touch wood it won't rain which is is always a little bit extra difficult but no it's a, as kevin said fantastic day last year was my first being involved um and it was yeah just a fantastic like like Kevin said again, the camaraderie, um, just realizing how loving and how caring Palace fans are. Because um, I think you see on social media, people get negative about results. They get a little bit um, back and forth, things like that. But on on a day like the Marathon March, you realize these these are great people, um, and we raised a, an incredible amount last year, which is needs to be topped this year. So as, as many people as we can get to sign up, that'd be fantastic. And we Bobby, we've got it. a new route this year, haven't we? But it hasn't been unveiled. Yes, so we're still going to stick with the South London route because, uh, again, we're it feels part of of the campaign. Um, as we said before, we're so proud to be from South London. Feels like we need to stay there, but we have made the route ever so slightly easier. Um, still a challenge for people, um, but it is a little bit easier seeing some new parts of South London, which will be great. Fantastic. Can't wait for that. And, and also, if you're not able to do the whole 26 miles, you can you can join in half a mile from the end. Yeah. And still you can do the first hundred yards if you want and still be and still it is, be part it's of just it. a great day to be a part yeah, of absolutely. Say, whether you're there for all day, whether you're there for half of it, whether you just come to the finish line to cheer people on. Mm. It's a fantastic palace day. Okay, I'll do the first 100 yards, then that's fine. I'll do that. <laughs> Maybe the last 100 as well, and then it feels yeah. like I've done the whole thing. Also, uh, I should point out, JD, as well, because I saw your face, uh, Bobby. Not all of us want the sunshine. Some of us would rather it rained for the whole time, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Because as, as JD knows, some of us get quite grumpy when it's sunny and, <laughs> sunny and hot. You could wear one of those. Now you get those little hats that are umbrellas. You could wear a little yeah. umbrella hat, and then you get the best of both worlds. I could too. I'm getting to an age where I don't care what I wear anyway. So <laughs> exactly. I, <laughs> <laughs> exactly i could do that i'm going to ask you guys in a minute how palace fans can get involved but um mike really quickly kevin just raised a good point there about sort of the separation of charity to club because i'm sure mm. some people do probably think oh yeah you're a premier league club you know but there must be i'm guessing being a charity there must be rules around that the, there needs to be a certain amount of separation yeah completely and so us and 91 sorry 90 other clubs across the pl and the efl um, have organisations just like ourselves. We're called um, club community organisations, CCOs, and we're all independent charities with one exception, which is Arsenal, who've decided to keep their community arm as part of their club. The other 90 clubs, um, plus ourselves, have separated charities. And there are whole loads of benefits for being a separate charity, um, which you can't get if you're part of 
of the main club. Um, but depending bluntly, depending on who I'm talking to, we'll either say we're totally joined at hip with a club or we'll make a play on the fact that we're independent. And, and it is the best of both worlds. Uh, you mentioned the point, Kevin, actually, about how the money that we raise through the Made in South London campaign will all go to delivery. It's not going to pay for, you know, the, the heating in the office or the yeah. photocopiers or whatever. And, and we're lucky to be able to do that because the club give us our offices totally free of charge. They put some money into some of our um, administration staff completely off their own back. They give us kit, they give us branding, they give us loads of comm support, safeguarding support, all all totally free of charge. And that then allows us, with every um, penny that we raise through campaigns like this, to put it directly into staff who are out you know, in the estates, in the schools, on the football pitches, delivering directly and that's makes such a difference we also get a very generous amount of funding from the premier league so the premier league actually put 100 million pounds a year into good causes and around about a third of that about 30 million or so is channeled through the 90 to 92 um, clubs um, through their foundations so we have that sort of base of funding that allows us to to cover all of our core costs deliver some of our basic programs so every extra penny that we, we bring in if, if you like is incremental it's additive so so it is a very good use of, of anyone who's making a donation really good use of their funds brilliant thank you for clarifying that because i'm sure a lot of people well i wasn't aware of that so thank you that's very interesting that's good to know as you say the best of both worlds which is which is great okay then um bobby let, let us know how can palace fans that are listening to this and thinking this sounds like a great campaign i want to get involved how can they get involved so a variety of ways, as we said before, they can sign up to Marathon March and fundraise. The target there is £300 per participant, which um, sounds like a lot, but actually when you go through it, you can get there very easily and, and we give you all of the support that you'll need throughout that. As Kevin said, you can give your time. Um, we're always on the lookout for playmakers, as Mike said. But in terms of actually donating today, going forward for the next three years, we're going to be all over your social media today. So we've got plenty <laughs> of links to our, um, our Made in South London campaign page. So not only is it a page where you can donate, it's one where you can find out more stats, you can find out a little bit more um, in detail as to exactly what we're doing. And a great part of that page as well will be the success stories. The I was made in South London part of that. So you'll be able to hear from people like Angel and Jamie um, that have gone through our our pathway and are now coaches or mentors with us, or just some of the young people that have we've been able to provide them with football boots or provide them with that extra bit of help with their schoolwork, that kind of thing. So you'll be able to find out exactly where the money's going, the actual tangible people that we're helping. Um, so you'll be able to donate there. We'll have QR codes around the stadium. So if you're sitting in the Sainsbury's end, in the upper Homesdale, lower Homesdale, and in the Homesdale corner of the Arthur Way, we've got big signs, mainly South London signs with QR codes that will take you direct to that page. We'll be in the fan zone as well. So we'll have T-shirts. You'll see us. We'll be in black, made in South London T-shirts. Big QR code on our backs that people can scan again. We'll again take you to the page. In the programme as well, there'll also be a QR code. You can see a theme running here um, that will take you again to the page. Um, and we'll also, like I said, being in the fans, we'll have a tap to donate, or we'll have a few tap to donation, tap to donate, difficult for me to say, stations <laughs> um, that people can donate. So again, you can choose exactly how much that'll be, whether it be three, five, 10, 100 pounds, we can change that on the day. Um, and then also we'll have a presence in the executive boxes um, from around three hours before kickoff. Again, there'll be a tap to donate station there. Um, so yeah, give what you can, um, whether that be small, little or large. Um, um, and we've also got 
on another aspect of it, a major giving area where you can become a maiden South London investor. So that kind of starts at around about a thousand pounds a year as a as a pledge for three years, um, which is obviously a fantastic way to to give you support. Fantastic. And I would just echo that um, it's however big or however small. So a donation of two pounds a month would be phenomenal. If there are um, people out there with companies, we're really always on the lookout for corporate sponsors, corporate investors, um, and obviously large philanthropic donors. It's it's the complete range of things. So every little helps. Um, but also, if if anyone wants to get behind a particular project with a kind of larger scale investment because you have your own business or whatever come and talk to us. We're really keen to, to widen the web as much as we can. Uh, and yeah. also, if you can't if you can't afford uh, to help us financially, and we know there are people out there who are struggling, of course we do, and just tell people about us. Just tell people how proud you are of, of what the club are doing, and word will filter through to the community, and word will filter through to people who are in a position to, to invest or donate. So don't feel that you have to give us money to help uh, money of course is what we're after there's no point denying that but if you can't do that don't feel that you're you're letting us down you're not helping just tell people about it just be proud of it just by you know maybe buy a badge go to the fan zone before a game and buy yeah. a badge because and anything anything you give will be will be very very welcome 100 um, I'd, I'd say as well obviously we're we're appealing to palace fans here but unfortunately not everyone in south london is a palace fan yeah. So, but people are still proud to be from South London, or as we said before, South West London, South East London, North London. People are proud of London. Mm-hmm. And this is a way, whether you're a Palace fan, a Man United fan, an Arsenal fan, Tottenham fan, of donating to your local area and supporting people that you might go to school with or you might have you might know through work or someone's child that you know. This is your this is a way to support whether you're a Palace fan or not. Yeah, because the the word of mouth, the publicity thing is so important. Just following that, we mentioned that match of the day piece that was on recently about uh, engagement with young Asian kids. And the interest that got from around the world and also financial donations that uh, instigated around the world. So it's simple things. So you just you telling people about us will, really does help. Absolutely. Yeah. So there is a way you can get involved. Um, yeah. And again, if you can give, give whatever you can. Mm. Um, but that's, that's great. We'll put the landing page in the show notes as well. So that if you're listening to this now, you literally scroll down in your app, hit the link and you, you get all the information you need there as well. Guys, thank you so much. Mike, Bobby, thanks for coming on the pod. Uh, absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much for introducing that campaign. And it was great to see you again. And might see you both tonight, maybe down at, down at Sellers. Yeah. yeah, sounds good. And just one other thing, Jim, on um, your namesake, Jim Piddock. <laughs> is uh, doing a book launch. He's written an excellent book, and Kevin can tell more about this. And that's on Thursday night at the Bookseller Crow in Crystal Palace. And I think there are a few tickets left. They're only £5, um, and I think you get a few nibbles. But you get to hear Mr Kevin Day interviewing Mr Jim Piddock. Yeah, Jim. Jim's an actor. You will recognise him when you see him. Jim's been in some of the some iconic yeah. Hollywood films, uh, normally playing a laconic Englishman, which is not a stretch <laughs> for him. Uh, I've ju- I've only just read the book. He sent me the book a while ago, but made the mistake of telling me what page I was on. So obviously, I went straight to that, and I thought I'll read the rest of it later. But it, well, Jim's a very very passionate Palace fan, hugely passionate Palace fan, who's done really well for himself. And the book, uh, seriously, the book is hilarious. Uh, there's a lot of stuff in there that I think him and his uh, editor probably had tossed a coin in the air to decide whether <laughs> to keep it in or not. Um, but he will, the stuff he doesn't mention in the book, he will 
definitely talk about uh, on Thursday night. And he's got some great stories about Sporting Palace. And I, I can't uh, let you go, Jim, without, while Mike and Bobby are here, I really would like to acknowledge the hard work of everybody at the foundation in setting this this campaign up. I mean, it's 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 easy for, for you and I to, to come on the pod and talk about how proud we are and please help us out. But these things take months of planning and yeah. uh, getting people involved and reaching out to people. So everybody at the foundation, I would like to say thank you to for their work and also everybody at the club for helping the foundation to do these things. Absolutely. Yeah, I think we, could, we all echo that. Absolutely. And guys, it's almost like we planned it. But if you'd like to know that Jim Piddick is on the main pod this week. So <laughs> just perfect timing. Absolutely perfect. So we hear more from Jim this week on the main pod, which will be out tomorrow or Wednesday. It depends on when I get around to edit it. Um, but guys, thanks so much for coming on. Really, really appreciate it. And uh, do get involved in the Made in South London campaign however you can, please. Uh, and that's it for this bonus episode. Uh, fingers crossed for Palace tonight to bounce back. We'll be back, Nick. We'll be back uh, this week with the main pod to talk about how they get on. But in the meantime, thanks for listening. Thanks to everyone at the foundation for their work. And we'll see you again soon. Goodbye. When it comes to business and meeting travel in Orlando, It's never business as usual. Sure, I could go on for days about all the incredible places to hold your meeting or the innovative industries that will make you feel right at home. But Dr. Michael Edwards of Ocean Insight said it best. Orlando is as much a business capital as an entertainment one. And when work wraps up for the day, the evening is just getting started. I'd love to tell you about all the 46 Michelin-rated restaurants or the array of outstanding dishes that will have you coming back again and again. But executive chef Guillaume Rabine of Lake Nona Wave Hotel can sum it up better than me. Orlando has a world of artisans, so you can try incredible cuisines from across the globe. It's so true, and there's so much more. So dive in and see what's happening in Orlando, where the possibilities for business travel are unbelievably real. Learn more at orlandoforbusiness.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.